And, and you gotta remember. <laughs> Recorded live. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Talk Show for whoever wants to listen. Tonight's topic is tired. Let me ask a question. Do we ever get tired of talking about football? No. 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 That conversation, look, I had to stop. That conversation could go on forever because we all got, a, you know, our, our teams, our opinions, you know, and it makes a lot of sense what we're saying, you know what I mean? And, and the whole Michael Vick thing, I get it, man. RG3, I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? And I wish we could talk about it, but maybe we can get some more down and open mic. Anyway, the uh, only rule for tonight is no profanity. Everything else is is wide open. But tonight, tired. That's the topic. And, and and I hope you guys brought your tired issues with you. Is what making you tired in whatever situation you you're in. But the first thing I want to talk about tonight. Are you tired of government officials and celebrities making fools of themselves in regards to their marriage out in public? Uh, no, I'm not tired of it. I, I can't care less. I'm I not. Kinda it's, am. It's actually. I mean, you. We can talk about portrayals for a little while. And 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 and, I know most of us are married, and we have our player cards put away in our safe somewhere for a rainy day. Hopefully, we never have to pull them out. But if you, I mean, just say, if you were in that situation, could that have happened to, to anybody on this call? Because certain things could happen to anybody. But if you are, you have that much authority to keep secrets, how does that happen where you lose it all over a woman? Well, let's be honest. Um, that, that's a man's kryptonite, man. <laughs> You know, you know, you 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 you're telling secrets. You're around this woman more than usual, more than the eight to five, because she's writing your bio and y'all going out to dinner and you're doing a lot of your stuff while you're drinking and talking about things, and she's letting her guard down so she can emotionally get into your story, and um, and you're you know, next thing you know, you're away from home. As a as an agent, you're not always at home, and you're going through the stress of every day of trying to protect the company, country. It can happen. Hmm. You got that kryptonite in front of you. It can happen. And if you put them side to side with his wife, compared to what she did, young thing, he's in trouble. Who's in trouble, the wife or him? Both. Yeah, but I mean, but again, we hear these stories so much about how men lose everything because of that. You know what I'm saying? There's something to me that's kind of, and I'm not trying to place judgment on it because you're right, it could happen to anyone. But when do we get to the point where we're like, man, please, man, why did you go out like that? Because at the time, he thought he had more to gain because she's writing a story. If she gets this book out, he's he's a rich man for life. 
And again, it's that kryptonite, man. You, you don't think when when the other head starts thinking. Hmm. Anybody else? Let's talk about that family member. Same thing. That homie at work. Same thing. You know they married, but they got the chick on the side. And they were risking everything or risking something. You know? And then you see them and you you want to be friends. You want to be cool. You don't want to seem like a square. But you still want to stop and say, look, man, what you doing ain't right. Do we actually stop these people or do we just allow it to happen? Or are we just tired of watching it go down? Well, I guess it depends on where you are. I mean, some some folks, I mean, we, we've seen it. They take one for the team. And then you got other folks who, who are your real friends that will tell you, hey, man, you, you really do need to stop this. You're hurting a good person. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, but we will use the excuse, the excuse of that's that man business. That's not mine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. And it, you know, it's a hard conversation to have, especially with your friends. You know, and especially when you used to be that guy at one point. You know, but I was just wondering whether whether men were tired of hearing other men going out like that because we already we already have this uh, category of being dogs or being those that you know want our cake and eat it too. You know, and I think others misuse it more than than most. But you know, and it, my question was to wonder if anybody on this call is really to the point where they're like, look, we got to pay a little bit more attention to what we do in reference to. The just reputation of men. Yeah, I, I, I mean, when you put it that way, I'd say yes. I mean, and ultimately that that starts with how we as as men raise our sons. Um, you know, going forward, you know, if we're going to break this, you know, this this trend of, you know, it's just, you know, it's just acceptable that you know after you're married to you know fall into greed, fall into lust, not to work on your marriage and uh, you know step out step on your wife. So, I mean, if we are truly tired of it, um, you know, first, you know, the only thing you can do is, you know, is uh, is start with yourself for one, be faithful. But two, you got to treat, we have to teach that principle to our son. So, I mean, it's really going to have to start with the next generation because, you know, what are we at? Uh, over 50% divorce rate? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's we, I mean, we just got to pass on better values to uh, the generation under us is, is where I think it starts. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, because, um, again, and like you said, you know, the the example is everything, you know, because the um, the ones behind us are watching, and they're taking notes, and, you know, and, I mean, you know, you got people that are celebrities, and now it's cool, you know, I was talking, um, I think we were talking last week about Shaq, and about Shaq's wife going on national TV with this show with all of Shaq's women that he was with, you know what I mean, and making a, a mockery out of it, but it seems as though it's been accepted, the fact that Shaq cheated on his wife, and and now it's cool for, and, and I know his wife is probably pissed off and trying to get back at him, 
but now it's it's being commercialized like cheating is acceptable. And I understand some of the time, and we're going to get into tonight some of the reasons why men get tired and do that, but it seems like it's being acceptable, accepted in the media, that cheating and adultery and getting busted and all that stuff is just it, is the norm now. You know, but anyway, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, as a man, are we tired of 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 not being able to hang out with our homies, our road dogs that 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 um that we grew up with, the boys that was you know around when we were single that don't come around as much now that we're married. Well. Let's see, it depends on where you are in your marriage. If you marry young, if you marry young, you still try to hang out and go party with your friends. You know, you still want to try to institute that. You don't want to lose your friendship. I think the older, the longer you're getting married and the longer, um, you know, your single friends are out there, the more you kind of just kind of fade away from those guys. But is that is that like your choice? Do you think? Yeah, it, it becomes your choice if if you don't make it your choice. So you don't think that the, that there's a little influence in that choice? Uh, well, you you might have arguments at the beginning. If you're young, usually you know that choice becomes yours later. I mean, you you, you try to hold on to your friends as long as you can. At least I did when when I was earlier in marriage. You know, we still wanted to go out, go out together, maybe spend the weekend doing things we used to do. But I don't know. I, that's just me. So yeah, I I I don't know, man. For me, it seems as though I mean, maybe you're right. Because in the beginning, I didn't want to hang out with my homies. I just want to hang out with my wife, you know. And then now, after the years have gone down, I'm, I'm like, okay, maybe I could go out a couple games of pool, you know what I mean? Or sit at the sports bar and you know, and 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 have a beer or something and watch the game, you know. But um, again, maybe, like I said, maybe you're right. It's just not the thing to do. When you're married, but doesn't your wife say some kind of you know ultimatum that you got to give up your friends in order to be in this marriage? Has anybody heard that? Especially single ones. I don't know. I've had that ultimatum, but I don't know how. I can't remember how it went. I'm trying to remember. Oh. Yeah, I mean, because you you're a family guy, man. You you know you're a pretty family dude. There's it's not a lot of hanging out in you, so you might be that guy I'm talking about. I went home this weekend, and um, when I went home, I didn't realize um, that it was also um, like North Carolina A&T versus North Carolina Central football game. Yeah. And I'm like, 
man, I didn't know. If I'd known, I'd probably be there. Because all the prayers and everything would be there. But here it is also, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to go. But that evening when I when I talked to my friends, some married, some not, the conversations were the same. They were the same? Yeah, the conversation was the same. Those reminiscing of some of these girls, <laughs> how they look now, what you would do and all that type of stuff. So, yeah. And I'm like, not even interested in. Right. I'm like, you know, whatever. Mm. Yeah, I went out too um, last Friday with some of my um, alumni from from college, and you know, people that I hadn't seen in a while. You know, um, you, you know, you see them on Facebook, but not in person. You know, and it's like, hey, what's going on? You know what I mean? Conversation. Yeah, hey, where you at? Where you living? What you doing? And that's the extent of it. You know what I mean? Um, so that also is 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 something that is uh. But anyway, 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 I'm going off on a tangent. I'm trying to find out what's making us tired, man, in marriage. And I don't want to get into the rough stuff yet because I want some people to volunteer some information. There's got to be something that people are saying, man, I'm just tired. I don't know how I got this way. I'm just tired. I mean, I know with me, um, with my first marriage, I got tired. And it was just constantly getting tired. It was constant. It was overbearing. And it was like layer of tiredness on top of layer of tiredness, and there was no end in sight mm. as the years continued in the marriage until the point where I got tired of being tired. Um, with my new wife um, that I have now, there are moments where I get tired, you know, but there's a break in the tiredness. There's a break to the monotony. Either she'll try something or I'll try something and or we'll show how we appreciate each other or we'll talk. You know, but there's a there's a a break, you know. You know, and, 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 and the periods of tiredness are not extended or prolonged. They usually end very abruptly. Sure. You know, because we you know, we we have a we have a we have a team approach uh to our marriage. So it's something that we work on. You know, but with my first with my first wife, yeah, you know, it was it just never got better. It progressed, it got worse and worse and worse until finally I just couldn't take no more. Did you ever feel like that at that point in your life that that was the best that you was going to get when you had reached that pinnacle of tiredness? Um, you know, it's it's an inverse chart, you know, really. Um because there was one point that when I started my marriage with my first wife, I thought she was the end all be all the best I could get. Gotcha. But at the end of our marriage, I didn't worry about if she was it, it was it was more important for me to get away from her than for me to realize she was the best I could get cuz I I didn't want her. Okay, afterwards yeah, you know, near the end of the marriage, I didn't want her. I would take being alone instead of being with her. 
Now, was it the was it was it a situation where the way she made you feel also uh, changed the difference in the way she looked to you, appearance wise? Uh, her appearance, the, the the appearance, no, the appearance wasn't the issue. It wasn't how she looked. The appearance wasn't the issue at all. Um, it was how she made me feel and how she treated me. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, because the reason why I asked that question is because with my ex, it got to a point where she wasn't even pretty to me anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? She was no longer attractive to me anymore. And she was attractive, but not to me. You know, and you know my ex, she was attractive to me uh, even after the divorce, but it didn't matter because I didn't see her anymore. You know, I moved away. I moved to another state. Gotcha. So I never saw her again. So um, it was, she could be attractive. You know, it's just like seeing any other attractive. Okay, yeah, she's attractive, but I, I you know, I don't I don't care about her. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. For sure. I get it. I mean, you know. I don't think people really understand when 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 you get to that point that a person is no longer attractive to you. Right. I mean, you know, her dad had passed away uh after I married my second wife. And she called me, and I was actually on business travel when she called me. And I had, like, a crazy, like, point. Like, what am I supposed to do? Because there's nothing there. You know, so I'm I'm sorry. You know, your dad died. But at the same time, that's, you know, you should be talking to, you know, another man should be there or you should be calling him, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was crazy because I didn't know how to really play it. So, you know, I told my wife, you know, I just sent them a plant and that was it. And I just left it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause maybe she just didn't know how to, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to be trained to or, or, or prepared and it's hard to prepare for something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But what what were some of the things and I and I want to dwell on the just a little bit on the past relationship. I'm going to share mine too. That made you tired in the one where you got divorced. Cuz I think we don't talk enough about the things that lead that that actually led people up to divorce. Because uh with me it was all it was always someone else's fault for anything bad that happened to her. And she valued other people's opinion over mine. So she could ask me a question, and I could tell her the answer. And then she could ask someone else, and they could tell her answer, and she would go with that as if it was law. And it could be a total stranger. Yeah, absolutely. Or somebody just doesn't have a brain. But they just happen to have this great idea. You know what I mean? But she probably heard it from you first. Right. What about what about what about the 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 nagging aspect of it? Oh, that's my current wife right there. 
<laughs> but we're going to focus on my Uh-oh. first wife because uh, I think mm-hmm. I, I think I can't get away from that. <laughs> I think all women nag, man, <laughs> in some form, some form of fashion. Uh, but my first wife, uh, the nagging was just, um, she didn't really nag. It was more of a, it was more proclamations with her. And it was always, you know, you know, somebody did this tour or I did this tour. I don't care about this. You know, it was like declarations or something. It wasn't really nagging. Okay. So, so, so. I didn't get a lot of nagging either my first marriage. Um, but what I did get was um, she would say she was numb. Anybody ever get that? Somebody tell you they're numb. I still don't know what that means. I've heard it a couple of times. But, well, I'm just numb. You know what I mean? To me, it means that you're just out of you're You're mentally out of it. Your body may be here, but your brain is somewhere else. You know, and um, the thing that made me t- got t- got me tired the most was not being uh, present mentally. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm trying to 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 get somewhere, fix something, and I can't because you're not mentally present. Because your 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 mind is somewhere else. Like maybe what happened three months ago, or what happened this morning, or I didn't put the toilet seat down. Or whatever the case may be, but you're just not present in the moment of trying to make progress. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? So. Oh, absolutely, that, that, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that led to a lot of 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 confusion, and 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 it wears you down because it seems as though, you know, especially if you're the one that wants your marriage to work, you're going to do certain things. You know what I'm saying? But like they say, it takes two people. Right. I mean, my my ex-wife, she blamed me for everything bad that happened to her. Oh, my goodness. Uh, You know, it was pretty much if if I was remotely involved or could have been involved in anything negative that happened to her, it was my fault. It was either my fault or my family's fault or it was her family's fault, you know, and – it, 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 that's just and she would tell that song to anybody she was always a victim she was a professional victim so, and I got tired of it but she just wasn't at fault ever never let me tell you something brother that will wear you down more than anything I think absolutely agreed because you'll turn into a punching bag at that point where you're like man do you do anything wrong yeah I know all about that Guys, guys, I gotta, I gotta ask this. Um, one of the biggest issues that I that I'm having that I'm extremely tired of is, um, you know, my wife. We uh, when we first started out, when we first gotten engaged, uh, you know, she didn't feel treated right, rightfully so, by my by my mother. Um, and you know, to this day, she still feels, you know, somewhat disrespected. Not that my mom says anything, you know, directly rude to her. They never get into it. My mom tries to take little actions, you know, to, uh, you know, to show her that, you know, she loves her. But still, I mean, it, it's still apparent that, and yes, my mom, uh, you know, wasn't as accepting of her as she should have been when we first got engaged. I got that. But and you know, and I bombed my mom out in front of my wife 
um, you know, just basically telling my mom that, look, you can't keep acting like this. You can't keep disrespecting, you know, her. You know, this is going to be the woman I'm marrying. Um, you know, if you're going to continue to act like this, I'm not going to be able to come around. And it hurt me to say it to my mom, but it was necessary. So we moved past that. But still, every single argument or fight that, you know, we get into comes back to how she feels about my mom, about how she feels my mom treats her. That you know, Even she, after you stood up to your mom in front of her? After I stood up to my mom in front of her when we were engaged, still at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Every single time we, you know, we get into a fight or she has some type of attitude with me, she links it back to how my mom treated her and how she doesn't feel like, um, or how she still feels like I kind of, you know, cater to my mom or, you know, how, you know, just, just pretty much still holding that over my head to this day. And so she lacks onto that as a, as her biggest excuse. It's like, yo, that's her go-to card. That's her spade that she can throw out to Trump. As well, you know, your, your mother treated me like that. She didn't even congratulate us. When we, uh, you know, we were getting engaged, your mother did did this, and I'm like, you know, I'm just to the point. I mean, I'm just so tired and so frustrated because, like, like I said, there's just nothing more that that I can, you know, physically do, to, you know, that I feel like to show this good woman, to show my wife that, you know, clearly you're the most important thing on this earth to me. So, I mean, that is a, has been the most fatiguing thing throughout our relationship. And we've been married for less than two years. And, you know, and for the most part, things are great. But, you know, that issue is just something I can't get around. Because when we argue, it's like there's nothing I can say. It's like, what else do you want me to do? It's like, yo, that's my mother. You know, that's my family. You know, how they treated you has nothing to do with how I treated you, how I treat you. I mean, how do you feel about how I treat you? Well, you treat me great. You know, I feel, you know, I feel happy. Well, that's all I can control. I can't control what my mother does outside of, you know, outside of checking her. So I'm just wondering, man, anybody got any advice? Anybody been through anything with the in-laws? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Let, let, me, let me just give you, give you some insight. Okay. My first wife, who's my ex-wife, that was that was my problem. Uh, that was one of the things. No matter how many times I checked my mom in front of her, checked my mom, she would always throw it up in my face, and she always knew my mom was out to see her, to you know, being destroyed. Even, wow. even when my mom would do stuff like, because we lived in California, pay for a plane ticket out there, and she would fly, you know, my mom was in Mississippi, and she would fly back to Mississippi to see my mom, but she wouldn't even go see my mom. Mm-hmm. Even though my mom paid for the plane ticket, <laughs> okay. she would spend time with her family, and then like the day before her flight, she would come by for like a quick five minute visit, say, "Hey, how you doing?" and then roll out. You know, but she'd be the first one to tell you, you know, my mom is out to get her. You know, my mom is out to destroy her. But then my second wife, my mom absolutely could not stand. Okay. Okay. Treated, you know, at first, you know, my mom, you know. When my my first my ex my, my my wife now showed her the engagement ring, you know my mom would even acknowledge it, wouldn't even look at it. Okay, got it. And my second wife, she didn't care, because in her mind she's like, you know what, I'm not marrying your mom. You know, you know your mom is just gonna be upset. It doesn't matter. And you know after a while my mom came around. Mm-hmm. You know, so those I, I've been there with with you know my first wife, my ex wife. That's just the way she was. I mean, so you had to tell your wife, like, look, there is no guarantee you're going to ever meet somebody 
and you got to first agree with the dude, you know, we all want to be together, and then his mom, you got to agree with his mom. I mean, right. that level of acceptance you will never get in the real world. Yeah. I mean, that's just not how it happens. I mean, you get she's happy with the way she treats you, and that's going to have to be good enough. Mm-hmm. And and that's it. And if if that's not good enough, then y'all need to you know y'all need to work this thing out. Y'all need to have some counseling because this is a serious problem. It is. Hey, man. I oh, I can tell you. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I can tell you that uh, I said on this call in the past that um, then my mother almost in me in my marriage. Uh, my wife was the exact same way for eight years, and I had to go get counseling. Um, I did that too in front of mom, showing her that you know she's the only one in my life. Y'all got to cut this out, and it still will go on. She didn't think that was great, and. We went to counseling and almost ran the counselor out of there. Uh, we didn't do church counseling. We did paid counseling. and um, But we got all the emotions out of the way and got down to the root of the problem. And she held on. My wife held on to something that happened when we were engaged. Here we are, eight years of marriage, and she was still holding on to that. And then once the counselor was able to see that, um, then something amazing happened. Uh, we had to take a trip to to uh, one of my, my uncle's house, and my mom was up there. And then I went to go pump gas, and somehow they got those two got to talking. I'm looking over there in the window like, uh oh, let's get ready to jump off. <laughs> and I'm gonna have to go around here, and I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> and by the time I got outside, I had to get back. You know, I had to pay for gas and stuff. But one time I got back, both of them were crying, hugging each other, saying, I'm sorry. But it took counseling because I tried everything. I did exactly what you did. I tried everything, and it was like she was still holding on to knowing that you can still that, but she's still going to do the exact same thing. Now, you can see the changes in my mom, but my wife was still holding on to this grudge. I'm in I'm in that situation right now. And, and, and I had to go pay that I had to pay for that counseling and that's what in the and, and it's been different ever since. That's, that's some good and with me my situation was incredibly dicey because my mom was me and my wife's uh fifth grade teacher. Wow. So we could go back to nineteen eighty five. That could have been something my my mom could have done to my ex wife that she could be holding on to. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's a I, lot of resentment built up there. I will say something positive about um, the first brother that was talking about how the wife always brings up the her 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 go to card about how the mom treated her. Mm-hmm. And the only positive, I mean, I can say something positive that when you guys argue, if that's the only thing she has to go to, then you're pretty much doing a good job as a husband. <laughs> because if she's got nothing else to bring up, I got a laundry list of stuff that's that's, that's brought on on me doing arguments. But if that's the only thing she, and again, that's not to 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 add any light to the situation because it's a it's a serious situation. But it seems like you you're covering all your other bases as far as helping her. You know, um, um, be be happy, but that 
that one instance, she just has to find a way to get past, and I don't know how to to do it. I mean, I had the same situation with, with my wife and my mom. And my mom was so ugly doing the entire process that it's, it's hard for me to talk to her now. And it's not because a lack of love or anything. I, she just showed me something that I never thought that I would see from my own mom. Right. You know what I mean? She betrayed me, and she took the side of my ex-wife and her family when 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 I I clearly moved on. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it's hard. And and the way she acted towards my present wife was appalling. Um, and I never got in the middle of it. I never went back to my wife to say, you know, that's my mom. You need to fix it or anything. I just said, you know, whatever whatever move you make, I'm a I'm a back you. You know, if you want to go and and see them, if they come down to visit, if you want to go have dinner with them, or if you don't, whatever decision you make, I'm a back it. Because it was so bad, there was nothing I could do. I couldn't even, you know, how you can make make an excuse for someone. I couldn't even make an excuse for my parents the way they acted. Wow. You know, I mean, I mean, it was bad. I will give you an example. I had, and you know, they both live in New York. If you don't know, both of my parents live in New York. I went to um, see my aunt and my parents in New York. My two daughters, and you know, they live. One lives on my aunt lives on the eighth floor, and my parents live on the twelfth floor. It's in an apartment building. Um, so you know, I've got this new wife, wife to be. Actually, we weren't married; we were still engaged. And um, one particular time, I went probably two or three months before I went up to New York to go to a Giants game and I had her with me and I was talking to my mom on the phone and I was like, yeah, I'm right across the um, bridge, you know, in Jersey. And then, you know, um, and my wife said, well, you can come. You just can't bring her with you. And, you know, and it just, it just went over my head. Cause I thought she was joking. I didn't really think that she could be serious saying that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, make a long story short. So now two months earlier, later, I'm in New York, and I send my daughters up to see their grandparents. So then I come with my fiancé to pick up my children, and we go into the house. And we get in the front door, and my mom says, you don't follow directions very well. I ask you not to bring her here. Now, this is right in front of her face. Right in front of her face. Right? And I had one of my boys with me. He was like, did that really just happen? You never took ten took a, a chance to meet her. You know what I mean? Nothing. It was just judgment from day one. You know, so I was I was embarrassed because I didn't know what to say. So I was like, I had to play it off. I said, all right, kids, get your stuff. Let's roll. And we all left, you know. And me and my wife didn't talk about it because it was real awkward, you know. Um, but how do you come back from that? How do I now tell my wife, okay, well, you know, she didn't mean it. You can't. You can't. You can't cover for that. You can't cover for And she showed me something that I never thought I would see from her. You know, that kind of ugly. You know what I mean? If I'm moving on with my life, you're my mom, you're my parents, jump on my side. Don't let me hear about you scheming with my ex-wife. Wow. And that's what I'm hearing about. You know what I mean? They scheming on my ex-wife, talking about what I'm doing, where I'm going, who I'm with. You know, I'm a grown man. And, if, again, if I'm not happy, if I'm divorced, 
Okay, now it's time for me to move on. Be with me. Get on board. Because now my parents want to get in. They want to be a part of it. And it's impossible. It's like there's no way. My wife is not having them over the house. She's not going to their house. There's no Thanksgiving. There's no Christmas. There's no dinner. There's no nothing with my parents. Wow. But at some point, you got to make that decision. I had to make the decision and stand with my wife. But at some point, don't you have to uh, nip it in the bud? Because now, you know, because of that decision, aren't you affecting your great kids and your great great grandkids? No. Of 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 looking at their parents or something, they, you know, their upbringing or something different. No. no, I don't think so. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think so. We all got to be. We have, we we have to be responsible for our actions. You know, right, what but saying? you also got to nip your, those actions in the bud too. I mean, you never you, you. What I'm saying is, is that you 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 shut it off, but you haven't gotten rid of it. Let me tell you so the one because, thing my wife because said. you know what I'm saying because you have shut it off and you it's like we'll never go down that bridge again. Well, someday you're gonna have to go down that bridge. You know what's gonna happen when you get you get that call. What call? That call that somebody said, "Hey, your mother's on on the deathbed." I gotta go. You gotta go, but now your kids are like, "Who is who is that?" No, no, it, no. It's not. It's not. Everybody knows everybody. It's not. Trust me. Everybody knows everybody. The disconnect is between them and my wife. Period. Yeah, but aren't you the one supposed to fix it? Instead okay, of letting so, just cutting it off. So listen, the, you know the one thing my wife said to me is mm-hmm. that no one has ever come to apologize from this day on. No one has ever stopped. To acknowledge that 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 there was a wrong done and apologize, and I got to stand behind that. Y'all grown folks, man. Y'all grown people. So when you told your mother that about not apologizing, what did she say? Oh my goodness! Oh, I didn't do anything wrong. What are you talking about? Oh, I, I just denied everything. And oh, then okay. I, and, and then I talked to my father, and I said, "Look, dude, you got to fix this, man. You got to fix it. Yeah, you got to fix your household, and then I'm gonna fix mine." I said, because we came up there to see y'all in love and got treated like that. I said, something has to happen. You have got to find a way to make this right because you allowed it to happen. Just like if my wife got get, did that to somebody, I allowed it to happen. Right. You see what I'm saying? My father allowed it to happen. And to this day, they still try to come through the back door like nothing happened. Hey, how you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on? No, we have to address the situation. And if the, the elephant in the room. Get, yeah, if the situation doesn't get dressed, addressed, there's nothing I can do. I'm not going to make my wife do anything she's uncomfortable doing. Right, absolutely. I, I, honestly, I, my situation, unfortunately, is a little bit more complicated because there was disrespect, but it was never that direct. It was, you know, okay, yes, we're engaged. So my mom, you know, might have said, oh, well, let me see the ring, but never, there was no real actual congratulations. You know, my wife is, you know, is smart, so she can see and sense sarcasm. So now it was almost, you know, just just as bad. You know, leading up to the wedding, it was all always all these questions, you know, about, you know, this, that, and the other. Why are you doing things this way? Why are you doing that, things that way? And then, you know, there was, there was gossip. 
you know what I'm saying, after we after we got married, you know, still still questions and still little sly comments. So it was enough to really anger my wife, but you know, it was it was nothing, you know, to just there the, the scheme of, uh, I guess, the degree of disrespect to the point where it was just a direct uh, slap in the face. It was like a backhanded slap in the face, which in gotcha. some ways is worse because it's like you know how somebody feels about you or, or you know, how somebody's carrying you, but, you know, I mean, they haven't just, you know, came and, uh, you know, and done anything. And, and my point was to my wife is you sat there and saw me call my, wife, my mom out on being, you know, sarcastic and, you know, and just not, you know, using proper etiquette. So if you saw me do that, you know, darn well I got your back if she, you know, comes out and literally, you know, uh, you know, does something that's disrespectful, disrespectful is what you all tell me on this phone. But still, that is always her trump card. We can get into an argument about anything. And usually it starts with me complaining about something with her or, you know, feeling disrespected or something I wanted her to do that she didn't do. And she goes right to that incident about, well, your parents treated me like this, that, and the other, and I feel like you left me out to dry. To this day, I still feel like you, you know, you leave me out to the dry, and, you, you know, you let them take you for granted. And it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? So, I mean, I might just have to listen to y'all fellas and, uh, and you know, and go to counseling because, I mean, this is yeah. this is an un- underlying issue. You just said something. I don't even know if you realize what you said. You said that uh, you all, she said that she you always leave me out to dry. She, so something else has happened that didn't happen to your parents, but she's pulling that card. Mm-hmm. Where there was another time, that, and that's what counseling does. It's going to draw that out. Because you're going to be yourself to counseling. And, and, and I told you, I scared the counselor because I was yelling, yelling and loud, and I was just I was yelling at him how I felt so he could see my emotions, how I didn't, this was confusing to me. But, yeah, there's something else that even doesn't even have to do with your parents, but she's using that truck card because she knows she can use it. Mm-hmm. And it may that not even be him. where you didn't step up. But it may not yeah. it, it may not be him. It could be something that happened in her life with some with some abandonment. You know what I mean? You know, and, and, and it's maybe something she's she's been dealing with, and that right there was just something that she wasn't ready for. You know, so that's her go-to. That's her, you know, her abandonment may be her, I don't know, um, like he said, go-to card. But maybe that's her, a fear of being abandoned, a fear of being left alone, a fear of being not supported. Even though he did support her, but she just can't realize, you know, exactly what it is because of what happened before. Again, I don't know what happened before. I mean, again, I can be wrong, but I think that it's a bigger issue than what we're talking about. It is, so uh, one second, so. Okay. Good words, good words. Yeah, yeah you man. Fine with it. <clears throat> yeah. You know, another thing I had to do, because <clears throat> what I ended up finding out after all this has happened, it's when I went in that closet, you know, you had your prayer closet, but when I went in that room and I forgave both of them to God and left it alone, it stopped working out for itself. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness will cure a lot of things, but not, you know, saying God, you know, to God that, hey, I forgive them for the things that they did. Not even yeah. telling them that you forgive them, but, you know, forgiving them through God. And that may be another way to stop that situation. My concern is is just that, you know, as much as we might despite 
what others do. If it if this despite holds a grudge in your family, when your family can't move forward, then it's up to you as the head of the household to figure out a way. And sometimes we, we can't figure out the way. Yeah, so, but, you know, you need to go to that higher power to have him fix it. That's yeah, just me. I I hear you. And, 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 and I agree with you. But sometimes you have to make people accountable. At some point, people are going to have to be accountable. Your children are going to do things your brothers. They're going to have to be accountable on their own. Right. But, see, you got to move yourself out of the way and let God make them accountable. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you see you know, what I'm saying? I'm yeah. saying by you saying, I, God, I'm out of it. I forgive them. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do with them is on them. Put it on their heart. Exactly. exactly. But my heart is now free. And my wife's heart, because I'm speaking for my wife. Is free from what they did to us. And that's when I start seeing the changes. It wasn't more of the counseling. It was more of me in that, that prayer closet at that time. <clears throat> so that's another way is to get it off your heart. If you can get it off yours and your wife's heart through forgiveness, through God, you watch how things happen, man. I'm serious. I'm straight up. Mm. Well, I know I'm, I'm not supposed to bring God up early, but I couldn't help myself. I guarantee you, because you have done everything that you can do, and nothing has changed. So because you have done everything you can do, it's not yours to change. So you got to take it through him and say, all right, I'm taking 114. I'm going to be the bigger man to step up through God and say, God, I forgive him. Yeah, I mean, forgiveness is one thing, and I'm with you there. Because it gets it off your heart. Yeah, but there's still the works aspect of it as well. Well, the and works are going to work yourself out. That's not yours to work out. Okay. That's well, that's where point. I'm at with it. That's where I'm yeah. at with it. Hopefully it works itself out, but if it don't, then it don't, it just don't. But you have to get it off your heart, and that's yeah. that's the oh. main key is, is you have to give it and then just once you get away and give it to him, that's it. Everything else will fall into place. I, I, I mean, my situation, I understand. <laughs> I, I've, already, I've already released it. You know, I've already left it. But um mm-hmm. again, there's nothing that I'm gonna do differently with with the relationship. That relationship has to come together the way my wife says it has to come together. Mm-hmm. Because she was the one that was wronged for no reason. You see what I'm saying? So if she says they're yep. gonna have to make it right, then that's exactly what has to be done. You know, I'm not gonna get in between that. You know. Because then I'll be that guy, you know what I mean, that's okay, well you didn't support me. And you didn't, you know what I'm saying? And we oh, all yeah. try to support to the best of our ability. You know what I'm saying? Just like my man did. You know, he stepped up to his mom, but again, it's almost as if he didn't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because he's still getting criticized for something that, you know, that 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 just isn't 100% perfect. And I think that's a lot of things that we deal with that we just get tired for being the blame and nobody else is stepping up. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't all his fault. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, you she could say, "Okay, that's your mom and I blame you for letting it go down." And I, and and of course, we could take a little bit of responsibility. But still, you know, once we step up and stand with our wife, that should be enough. I mean, fellas, I'm trying praying together, we read the Bible together, but you know, still, like I mean, I guess to someone else's point, 
if it, you know, it's off my heart. I've addressed it with my parents, and I've told her time and time again, if you want, we can take it back to my parents. We can rebring this up. I will rebring this up and support, you know, support you, so we, so you can actually have the time to say what was on your heart. Well, no, you know, that'll just be more you know, drama and more strife between between them. I'm like, okay, well, if that's the case, then, babe, you're going to have to figure out a way to let this go and just be happy with the way that I treat you because I cannot do anything about how my parents act except for support you in the way that you, uh, you know, that you need me to. Like I said, my dad, he's made huge strides since then, you know, and they, and they get along a lot better. My mom, she's trying. I know my mom, and she, she, has, she, has, she has made ways. She still makes little comments. I still does little things here and there, but you know, just because I'm her, I'm I'm her son. But like I said, she she's come a long way. But you know, I'm just telling my wife that hey, if you are not going to give us the opportunity to sit down and either talk to them, or you know, you uh, you or you can't figure out a way to find it in your heart to forgive them, I mean, there's just nothing else that you know that I can do. It's, it's, I I just I mean I just I'm like I, the, the term tired. Really describes me because, like I said, I, mean, yeah. I, I feel like I'm putting this in God's hand. But yeah, you know, it. It. I know for my my first wife, who you know, my ex-wife. Uh, I even turned against my own mom for a period of time, and that wasn't enough. So, uh, you know, I know you're telling her she's going to have to get over it, but that's easier said than done for her, right? Because there's something. Like like my man said, you know, he found it with counseling. There's something that's there, and she needs to talk to someone. And if there's something there that she just can't get, she can't get over it. So even though your mom is making strides and making progress, it, it's really it really doesn't even matter at this point. Because it has to take two. It still takes two. We know how women are, and when they make up, because they will create a reality in a second on you. Mm-hmm. When they've created a reality, it doesn't even matter if that reality is even right or not. That's just it, and that's the end of it. That's just how they operate. Mm. Good words. And my wife knows. She even says, "She says, babe, I, she would tell me, I, you know, you, you know, I know, I don't fight there sometimes. You know, when we, when we fight, you know, we go to this class on Sundays." You know, with that's with my church is a marriage counseling, uh, you know, class, you know, on a, on Sundays. And one of the topics um, that kind of hit home with her is your spouse is not your enemy, <laughs> because it, it seems like at times she feels like she has to combat me so much. And some of this has to do with her uh, her mother and father who uh, you know just recently uh, divorced. And, you know, and there were infidelities and stuff you know that went along with that, and and you know stuff you know a, a lot more that I won't go into. But, you know, the whole idea that, yo, your spouse is not your enemy, she recognizes that she doesn't fight fair. And I think she knows when she goes and pulls that Trump card out on me, it's not fair, but it's just what she got. You know I mean? It's, just, it's what she got, it's what she uses, and it gets me, you know, kind of, you know, tongue-tied, you know, to the point where I'm just like, you know what, the hell is this? I'm going to sleep on the couch. You think she's jealous of the fact that your parents are still together? I think that that might have something to do with it. I mean, that's that's. Because divorce, man, it affects you. I don't care how old you are. I mean, divorce is something that's, you know, it affects people in different ways. 
he wanted her mom to divorce her father. So I mean, it's 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 a, it's a little bit more complicated than that. I mean, I mean, my father, you know, didn't really treat her mom well. So she wanted her mother, you know, to move on with her life. But still, I I think she was legitimately hurt for the way that she was she was treated. But I I, I definitely think there's some deeper issues that go into you know that relate back to you know how she was treated as a. Um, as a child, but why she feels she has to be combative. And so, you know, once she has to put up that force, like you all were saying, she's, she's creating that reality that, hey, these people are against me. Right. And so, I mean, there's, there's there's just some layers that, you know, we I, I, we got to figure out a way to get through because, I mean, it's it, as good as our marriage is, that one issue, you know, it it, it doesn't take much, you know, to uh, you know, to to have ripples in your your uh, in your marriage, you know, to, that, that will affect you long term. Okay. Yeah, you know, with women, when they find out what our button is, more often times than not, they'll push it often. <laughs> and now, and, and one thing, you, if you do decide to do counseling, and which I, I would recommend, it works out because just like you said, it could be something that happened with her mother and father that she's bringing in your relationship and you know mm-hmm. nothing about. That's right. Um, I'm saying you you have to go through it as hey. Um, I set up some counseling. I think we need counseling, and I set up some time. Put this on your schedule. Other than to say, I think we need counseling. But hold on, hold on. They go to already a class on Sunday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but that's a class. That's a group. What you need right now is one-on-one. You need private because she's not going to – you know, she's not going to give all that information to the the, the the pastor or 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 to a group because they're going to they're going to look at it. But see, a paid person is biased. Yeah. He doesn't know you. He doesn't care anything really about you outside of the office. He's here to help you. You're paying him to do something. So um, you'll find out a lot more things that you may not even know about. During your, uh, yeah, during um, the time that you were courting and now in marriage, and you're like, I never knew that. Why you never tell told me this thing? So, um, it's one of those things of, and and and, and you have to use this excuse as I want to enhance and help our marriage out. So I set up a time for us to go. Yeah, I think one thing that is going to come out um, of counseling, but you can also say up front um, is just express to her how it makes you feel when she constantly brings that up. Because I, I I think a lot of times they don't know the damage that certain things cause when they do it. You know what I mean? Just like somebody said earlier, the women know how to press our buttons. But they don't, and they do, and they do, no doubt. Um, but as far as the effects of the button being pressed, and sometimes, you know, it puts us in a place where we don't like to be. Just like the brother said, he just goes in his couch and goes to sleep. He don't want to be on that couch. You know, we want to be in the room, in the bed with our wives. You know, but certain things push us to a certain place, make us crawl into a defense mode. You know, and that's not good for the marriage. So I just think at some point you got to say, look, when you keep using this card, it, 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 it deteriorates something in me that you're going to need me to have to be successful in this marriage. That's you know, true. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying. Every time you bring it up, it chops away something that we're going to need for me to be strong for you as a husband. 
You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, we all do it. Like, my wife goes back in the past. Whenever we argue, she brings up stuff that happened, and then she'll say something that I said that I don't even remember saying. You know what I mean? I'm like, why are we still talking about that? Why are we still there? I thought I got better, and I was working towards being better and getting past some of the things, the bad habits that I brought into the marriage. But they find a way to remind you of these things for lack of current things to argue about. You see, but I think sometimes we got to say this is the effect that it has on me when you do this, and it's not a good effect, and it's actually counterproductive to our marriage. If I can get it all out, she, she's in. Like, fellas, this is what type of woman I'm dealing with. This is the type of woman I'm dealing with. You know, I'll I'll say something. I'll get one fact out, and, uh, you know, I, I'll get one issue out. She'll interrupt me, and she's taking the next five minutes talking about why she's upset. I mean, the, I literally had to laugh. The last time we got into it, I said, man, I said, lady, are you going to give me a chance to talk? She says, well, look, you got one minute, and then I'm going to cut you off again. I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, yeah, what, yeah. What that's, am I <laughs> that's a horrible, horrible place to be in. Horrible. And... There, there are there are some things that you're gonna have to do. Whew, that is the worst. That is the worst ever because you gotta listen. Because I, you know, taking the I don't care approach just gets you to more disaster. Yeah. Um, man, I know my current wife. She will do that, and uh, so I've now gotten her programmed to think before she speak, is it all about me? Because I tell her, I say, you know what, no matter what I say, you always try to make it about you. You always try to identify with the situation. Why don't you just listen to something and just take it for what it is and walk away? You don't have to come back with a, a retort on how this scenario applies to you. You know, you can, you can, you can stop that. So, But it took some time, man. It, it took like a year to get her to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so what you're gonna to have to do with her, you're gonna to have to sit down and say, you know, we're not talking like adults. I mean, it, I don't know if she's been scared. I mean, but you gotta let her know, like adults, listen. <laughs> I mean, if you do more listening than talking, we might get somewhere. Because <laughs> right. doing what you're doing now, it ain't working. Because you you always upset. Exactly. I'm in this thing with you. I'm the one person you can count on that's not related to you that you know for a fact is in your corner 100%. But if you won't listen to me... I don't know, Ike. I don't know, Ike. We think this, and we think we convey that pretty well. You know what I'm saying? But what they think sometimes is totally different. I I, I honestly believe that they don't think that we're 100% in their corner. They know it. They know it. They just don't believe we're smart enough or... You know, we need a little guidance from them. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, it, you, you know, like like I said, everybody want a man, but don't nobody know how to deal with a man when they get a man. You know, sometimes you gotta, you know, step back and say, "Hey, I'm your man, mm-hmm. man." You know, I'm I'm here to help you. You know, we we are here to help each other. And you sit up here, you know, putting me down, and I'm the, you know. I'm right here on the front line with you. You, you ain't gonna get no relief. You ain't listening to nothing I'm saying. You, you know, you telling me you gonna cut me off again? Well, that's counterproductive. 
That's counting. I mean, it was like, so you just telling me don't even try. Mm-hmm. Sit there and watch you, know, you suffer. And yeah, I'll go watch like, the game. That sounds when you, like when you get I done. Mm-hmm. That sounds like what I deal with in the fact that, um, you know, she's never wrong. And it's like the same thing. You know what I mean? If I'm going to cut you off in one minute, I'm going to let you talk for one minute, but then I'm going to prove to you how it's you and it's not me. In my, in my five minutes of talking. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Me, I mean, I've, don't let me cut her off. Oh my goodness! I understand, bro. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. It's like sometimes I said, man, I shouldn't have even started the argument. I shouldn't have even tried to express myself because I'm gonna lose every time. Yeah, every you, you, time I mean, I'm gonna lose. You got you got to point that out. Like, what's what's the point? What's the point? Ain't you no won't point. listen. You always right. You always right. What's the point? You're smarter than me. I tell mine in a minute. She's a genius. I say you're a genius. I don't even know why I bring it to you. I already know you know the answer. Mm-hmm. Fix it. You know I tell you go and fix it. You don't need me. Yeah. I mean, you know, we get, we get tired, man, and, and 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 it's crazy. It's crazy because, like I said the last time, I. Re- they kind of forget when they didn't have a man and when they were single. Right. Because you just wouldn't act out this way. You know what I'm saying? When you're single. When you're single, you're like, man, I just, I want to be in a relationship. I want to be married. Oh, yeah. And then when you begin, you get that, you decide not to be a team player. You get back to that me, me, me. You you, you sign a, you know, uh, an agreement. It's a joint agreement. You know, a covenant, and then you become me, me, me. You did yeah. me, and it's your fault. It's not my fault, and it's you know what I'm saying. Other than right. how can we fix this? How can we get better? You know what I mean? Let's us go talk to the parents and figure out how we can fix it. You know, I mean, sometimes she's got to understand how how the the relationship with her and the parents makes him feel as a husband. Right. Being in the middle. Right. You know what I'm saying? What kind of respect is that? You see, I'm in the middle. At least meet me halfway and say, okay, I will go over there and we'll try to fix it. Opposed to me complaining all the time about how you treated me or how your parents treated me. Right. Yeah. That 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 puts a lot of pressure on you as a husband. Because you, you're constantly in the middle and you're walking on eggshells all the time. I don't know what to say. I don't want to bring that up. Certain things you want to bring up, family stuff, that you don't bring up just because you don't want to cause any Absolutely. And it's simple stuff too, and it, it might not even—it could be as simple as, "Yo, my mom got a promotion," or, "Hey, you know, my mom's having such and such dinner." And Just the fact you said "mom," it's a wrap. There. You gotta keep it to yourself, or tell somebody else. You can't even get excited about it. Exactly. I mean, because my mom, with my second wife, my mom was always calling me, giving me status on my ex-wife, and telling me where you know how she seen her, she looked good, and all this, and emails. And I could tell you, though, know, I'm on speakerphone, and I got my wife right here. She was like, okay, well, you know, I saw Rita, you know, and Rita's doing good. About it. And I'd be like, what is she doing? What is she doing? I mean, man, when you call between women, and, you know, one's your mom and one's your wife, it, it can be rough. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. I want to talk about intimacy for a minute. I know that those that have intimacy issues are tired of them. And 
And this is a risky question, but I kind of know the answer to it, but um, I'm going to ask it anyway. Are we tired of depending on one person to satisfy our sexual needs? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on. Don't nobody get in trouble on this. Let me let me try. Uh, with my ex-wife, uh, I, I didn't think of anyone else uh, but her. And it got to the point when you are tired as a man from a lack of intimacy from your woman, that is nothing but an express pathway to a divorce. Okay. Because when my ex-wife stopped putting out and Stop with the intimacy and all that. It things really deteriorated very fast at that point. It was it was pointless. It was like, what's the point? And it was I was always attracted to her, but she wouldn't give it to me. So it was like, well, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the truth. You did care. I wanted it. She wouldn't. If you want it and you're not getting it, then the option never was for me. To get it from someone else, the option was for me became not to get it from someone else, but to get divorced. Mm. That was number one priority on my list. I gotta ask you a question. I gotta Go ahead. Um, um, and I'm glad you just said what you did. Um, so your goal was the ex- your 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 option was the extreme. Well, which one is the extreme, cheating or divorce? Okay, I think divorce is the extreme. You think so? I believe divorce is the extreme. But cheating has been downplayed so much. I think cheating is extreme. I think it is extreme, but if you have to pick the two, you know what I'm saying? I think divorce would be the extremest, if that's a word. Um, because there's no coming back from that. So, is, so Jeez. you're saying there's coming back from cheating? Well, the people have known they've get, gotten back together and forgiven each other for cheating. But once those papers are signed, normally people don't get remarried again once they're divorced. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, you still may have a little life left. Right. Cheating, especially when you cheat and you say, "Look, the only reason I didn't want to do it." But there was so much neglect going on, I didn't know what else to do. And I need to get your attention. So now that I have it, will you listen to what I'm trying to tell you? You know what I'm saying? You know, other than just being a dog about it, you know, you have, and I'm not going to say there's a legitimate reason to cheat. That'd be crazy. But things men do, or women do, we understand why they did it. Because you've run out of options. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I mean, it's with me. It's a little more black and white with me, uh, and it's like that with my current wife. Uh, but I know there are people who have cheated, got caught, and you know, marriage survived it. Um, but with me, it was not an option because I didn't want to use cheating as a release mechanism to stay married to my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because when, when, when you when you cheat, that 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 kind of finds a way to placate those needs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though you're with the wrong person, so it makes you stay, you know, maybe a little longer. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Um, there's a terrible feedback. I get it. Somebody a Bluetooth on? Hello? Nah, that me. I'm, I'm, I'm on a house phone. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, that's not it. Okay, well, anyway, anyway. Oh, my goodness. Let me try to put, play that noise. Hold on. Hello? I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Ike, it might be your phone. It's me? Oh, not new. It's gone now. It's gone now. So, anyway, um... Yes, a lot of people do cheat and get forgiven and get back into marriage and do okay. I'm not going to say do great because it's hard to erase that. It's hard to get that out that memory bank. You know what I'm saying? But they find a way to 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 go forward, you know, other than divorce because, again, you know, you're gone. But is there sometimes justifiable? You know, like you talk about the intimacy, being tired of the lack of, and then you, you've you expressed it over and over and over again. You know, you walk around moping. You know that certain things aren't going to happen because they control everything. And then you say, okay, well, I'm tired of it. Let me do something to get attention. Because, you know, people cheat sometimes to get caught because they're sloppy. They might leave their phone laying out, and they may subconsciously do it just to get caught, just so they can, you know what I mean, so their spouse can say, okay, there, somebody else wants me, so you better act right. Has anybody heard of that? It's just like, you know, some people that have been in jail for 20 years, and they go do something stupid and get sent right back to jail. And you're like, why did he do that? He knows better because he wanted to go back because he can't function out here. Now, that may be a bad analogy, but there's still people that, that, that cheat just to get caught. No, you're right. That is not a bad analogy. I see it every day in the work that I do. But, uh, yeah, there's some people, when they hurt, they, they, they go back and convert to what they know how to do best. Yes. Um, so, uh, and and it's a, it's a sign for help. Yeah. But um, I don't know if it's the point of the Tiger Woods where he had to go to South Carolina to go through a boot camp about being, you know, addicted to sex. But um, I think he was. It is. I think his was just greed. Yeah, irresponsible greed. But I mean, for a guy who who doesn't know how to uh, handle issues, if his handling issues was to go seek another woman instead of talking to his woman then that's what he's going to convert back to. Mm. He's going so, to follow the same pattern. I mean, if your pattern is is um, you stop drinking for a while, however, you're going through issues again, and it's easy for you to pick up another bottle, that's what you convert back to. Okay, well, let me say this. Shouldn't it be... Let me see how to say this the right way. Isn't it a privilege to have... Another whole in 
one individual for yourself? Isn't it a privilege to be in a relationship where one person is catering to you? Like a marriage. Like you're married to somebody. So you actually have, you know, another human being for yourself, catering to you. Right? Now, being that as a privilege, then you have the power of everything. Uh, intimacy, communication, everything, you hold this power, whether you're the male or the or the female, um, you know, the, the, the husband or the um, or the um, the wife. You hold this power, okay? So when does it get to the point where it's okay for you to misuse that power by way of neglect? Make any kind of sense? Yeah, that's why they call it, call it gluttony. I mean, often, you know, we uh, I think there's, uh, you know, the contrary, the inverse to someone who's not getting sex, you know, at all from their, you know, for their wife, and, you know, and so they have that impulse to step out is, you know, someone who just struggles with, uh, you know, impulses, I guess, as you were talking about with Tiger Woods, and even, even myself, you know, I have a very healthy sexual relationship, and, you know, and I think about all those things, and I'm like, wow, you know, I actually have a woman now who's committed to me, to doing, and, you know, and pleasuring me, and, you know, essentially, it's almost at my, you know, at my command, but it's still, you fight with those urges to want to, quote-unquote, dominate other other women that you see, and yeah. so, and so, you know, with that, it's like, what do you do to fight off, you know, and, and so many of us don't we just fall into it and it's because you know it's because of greed it's because uh it's because of gluttony it's because you're not constantly reminding yourself of how good you have it until you end up losing it that we just often say you know hey this this moment of pleasure that i'm going to get from you know from stepping out on my uh, wife even though i have it really good at home um you know in that moment you felt like it was worth it Mm. we just lose perspective i think and I mean, hey, I ain't perfect. I have like I have a good marriage, so you know, nice relationship and everything. You know, healthy sexual relationship and everything. But that that still don't stop me from daydreaming from time to time about you know, uh, you know, beautiful women that I work with. So, <laughs> understood. I think we all know that. We all can. I don't know what he's talking about. I know. <laughs> I, know you're I know you're not. But is it? Is it? Uh, uh, again. Good one. Isn't isn't a situation where you know that you have all this power, and let's just put it out there, fellas. Women got the power. We think we have it. They got the power. They hold the goods, the jewels. They hold. They have what we want. Nine times out of ten. Um, and the one percent is just because we just tired. We too tired to fight about it. Um, but when you have that much power, can't. I think that when you misuse it by ways of neglect, you're putting everything on the line. Because just like the brother said, sometimes as men, we don't have self-control. We try. You know what I mean? We try to have self-control. But the stuff, some of us is getting thrown at you. Some of us are seeing it. We understand that it exists. And sometimes we understand that we can even score if we had to. You see what I'm saying? So in the same respect, why wouldn't it be a situation where it's important for them to say, okay, no matter what I do, I have to find a way to keep this man from going out in the street. I think there should be a mandate. Yeah, but that mandate won't last. 
you and you wonder why it won't. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it, and, and, no. it, it, and it's because we're turned on by two different things. Like men, we are turned on primarily just by sights. I mean, just by seeing something, which is you know why the you know the porno industry can take advantage of us so easily. It's because that's what we're essentially. That's the main thing that stimulates us. Women, they're more so turned on by by two things. It's touch and it's uh you know and it's words. That's what stimulates them. So if they don't feel stimulated, you know, whether you know, whether it be by your touch or by or, you know, even I think even more so by your words, they're not really concerned about you and the you know, and the fact that you're you know, you're being turned on just by looking at another woman. So it's it's like, yeah, yes, there should be a mandate that, you know, hey, they should just give it to us to keep them going out. But the problem is if we don't have the correct words or we're not saying or doing the correct things to, uh, you know, to keep them stimulated, well, they're not, they're not worried about us because, like, it's easy for us. It just takes sight for us to get us turned on. So I think that's that's where the mandate becomes hard. Good words, anybody? You know, I think women, I think the difference between men and women when it comes to cheating is men – can have affairs with women and it's you know it's just a physical thing but women have affairs with someone that they could really be with <laughs> that's true you know what i'm saying that's true more realistic yeah it's, it's it's someone they can really like spend the rest of their life with i mean you know and if the circumstances would allow it so, you know so that's the difference so what you're saying is they're prepared for um, if something goes drastically wrong, their backup plan is already in effect. Right. Right. When men, we may be with the skeezer from 7-Eleven uh, <laughs> because it's easy to get. Right. <laughs> I mean, go, like, man, I ain't sleeping that Yeah, go, go tell the skeezer your wife kicked you out and can I stay with you. <laughs> Let's see what. Let's see your options then, yeah. or tell the skeezer. You know what? Or say to yourself, you know, I'm gonna put it down on the skeezer so good, she yeah. gonna lead that life of being a skeezer, and she gonna be my wife. Yeah, mm. and that and you know what? And that's the and that's funny you say that because that's that, that's kind of exactly what happened to Tiger Woods. He didn't go get Holly Berry. You know what I'm saying? He didn't go get that type of another supermodel with cake. He was getting waitresses and, and major D's or whoever you want to call these people. Right. Regular working people, you know, to the point where it's like strippers, you know, people you can't take home the model. Right. I mean, but with but with uh, women, you know, a woman could very well say, you know what, um, he's my side piece, but he is married. You know, me and my husband, my husband found out I'm cheating on him. He left me. So, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and build up that drama with my side piece so he ends up leaving his wife. Mm. And women have that power to do that. That's the crazy part. Right, you're right, you're right. But it's but when it but see, here's here's the thing. When it gets to that point, I don't think there's a way of coming back. And I may be wrong again. I don't think there's a way of coming back when she is actually making arrangements for your replacement. Mm mm. I think you're right. Yeah. That's your replacement, dude. He's a quality brother. You know what I mean? He is your replacement. We're not looking for the replacement. We're just looking for something to just ease the pain for a couple of days. 
Right. Man, do you know how devastating it was when mine told me, you're not putting it down. And for a moment, I thought about finding someone to put it down for me. Put it down for you. You know, put it down, you know, instead of you. Because you, uh-huh. you, you ain't doing what you need to do. Mm. Mm. You, oh, talk about, you. you talk about a good punch. But, I mean, it's like you want to you just go ahead and destroy the world. But it's mm-hmm. like you got to be an adult. You got to be like, well, she did tell me. And you, right. know, and you know how it is with women. You know if they reveal 5% of the plan, you know there's another 30% that they probably already went ahead and set forth, but you just don't even know it. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? So you know, it, it was a it was a it was a, a wake up call for me. And you know, it was like, well, what do you do? Are you going to just come back and fire back, or which or are you going to be an adult, be man up, and 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 get some things worked out? You know, we got it worked out. Yeah, I respect that though. I mean, you can't do nothing but respect. And, yeah, and, and and honestly, I don't believe it. I just believe that that was her way of getting treated. Yeah, that was her way of getting her point across to you. And and it worked yeah, wonderfully. If a, woman, if a woman's gonna get a booty away, she ain't gonna tell you. It's just gonna be done. <laughs> it ain't gonna be none of that. Oh yeah, well I'm getting ready. No, it's gonna be done. You know what I mean? I mean, we're not even that crazy. As men, we just go. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, I just think there's a difference, you know. Um, and, and once they start looking for a replacement, it may not be a whole lot of coming back from that. Yeah, y'all saw the movie, the, was it the family that, that phrase? Well, it's an early yeah. time. Yeah. Y'all just had me thinking of that. I was thinking of, thinking of that's the exact same situation. Yeah, she thought she had a replacement. She, <laughs> she was sadly mistaken. <laughs> and, yeah, she created her own reality, though, like you said before. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They do that in a heartbeat. My ex-wife was a pro at that. Mm-hmm. Her reality was horrible. She had a man that... Didn't love her, you know. His mom hated her, you know. It was horrible. Anybody on the outside be looking at like your mother-in-law bought you a round trip ticket across the country. Your husband bought you a you know a brand new car. Let you picked it from the factory, you know all the options. You know, you know to her it was just like not good enough. And other women looking like, man, if that's being treated bad, I, you know, <laughs> that's why I need to. I need someone to treat me like crap. Let me ask a question: Who's thinking about sex more, married women or single women? Single women. Oh, single Uh-oh. women. Am I saying married women? women? I said married women. Why you say married women? Because they're, they're left out of sex a lot. They what? 
They're left out of sex a lot. They're left out? Yeah. No, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm I don't serious. know about that one. No, no, I'm gonna be honest. That. And this is what I, and this is what I, uh, this is what I mean. When you're single and that man calls three o'clock in the morning, you know, he, he, hey, I won't come over. Come on over. You know, she's ready for it. However, you're married at three o'clock in the morning. Tap, tap. I'm right beside you. Boy, go to sleep. I'm tired. However, you know, because you have kids, you have the stress of the day, they need to get their stress relief off, too. Single women got kids and jobs, too. Yeah. And some of them with no help. But it's different, but it's different type of sex. No, but I think single women think about sex more than married women. I do, too. Nah. It, it is, okay. it's, it's easy for a single woman because she can get it anytime she wants. No, but it's who no. she get it from, brother. That's where the problem comes in. <laughs> That's where the problem. I mean, you know, to find a dude, a cut buddy, cut buddies are hard to find for women. I mean, if they find one, they get tired of him, or they want another one, or if they try to rack him up, they got to go through a, uh, some trial processes to get one. Okay, so they thinking about sex because they need to, someone to go on and you know take care of that that itch for them. Mm-hmm. And they want different dudes to do it. They want some variety, so you know they got to go through a whole trial and error process to vet out their applicants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna tell you about my wife, for instance. Here's the here's the crazy case of irony here in this house. But, you know, I told you my wife said she was thinking of a replacement, right? Mm-hmm, hmm So, you know, brother went on to work there. I did what he had to do. So now, killing it, crushing it. Monster. Okay, but now my wife is going through a condition in her life that comes with aging to where her sex drive is really low. So now my wife is more concerned about me cheating on her. Funny how the table turned, huh? Tables have turned completely. God has a serious sense of humor. So now she is worried about me stepping out on her to where I can get just about anything I want whenever I want it. Mm -hmm. And she's like overachieving to try to satisfy me. But I'm always like, well, you know, what about you? And what about, you know, her mind, she's not thinking about it that often. But she is thinking about what is my man have you know me having sex? She thinks about that more than her having sex. You see what I'm saying? Wow. But a single woman, yeah, man, they 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 think about sex because that's the driving factor for them putting themselves out there and risking meeting new dudes and that's dangerous right. dudes and crazy dudes and right. dudes that ain't good in bed. Mm-hmm. One thing that they know is for certain. They're going to have to sleep with somebody to get. Oh, she got to try them out. Yeah. yeah. If they got a sense of purpose, sex has got to have something to do with it. Yeah, and well, it's hit I, I, I was thinking about the married woman because she, she thinks about, well, I got to keep this, this I got to keep up with him because if I don't, then he's going to jump out. What married woman else. do you know that thinks like that other than Ike's right now? There, there, there's no women don't think, that married women don't think like that. Mine just got like that because of <laughs> 
because of the twisted fate that, you know, exactly. tables have turned on her. Exactly. That's not normal. They normally do not think that way. No. Okay, okay. So, so I heard two people say, including myself, that single women think about it more than married women. So will we say that's the... That, that's the correct answer. I so say it's because it's my answer. <laughs> so, so, so now we'll flip it around. Who thinks about sex more, married men or single men? Equal. Equal? Man. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I mean, before I was married, I thought about sex all the time. Now that I'm married, I think about sex all the time. So, I mean, I... Pretty equal. Okay. Anybody else? I think it's equal. I think a better question for the men would be who has more sex, married men or single men? That's a good question. I think that would be the question to ask. Single. No, married men have more sex. I think married men have more sex. Now, good sex has another question. Who has more good sex? Some of those married men too on that one. I'm gonna say married. <laughs> I mean, so y'all say married men have more sex. Married men, married men have more sex than single men. I, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I definitely. <laughs> wow. I mean, good sex and quality sex. These are two different types of sex. I'm talking man. about sex. Period. I don't care whether it's good, ugly, crippled. Oh yeah, married men. Married we. Married dudes have more sex than a single man. It, it, any, come on, hands down. So you're saying, I mean, what makes you say that? Because the once or twice a week that we get it is consistent. Okay. Yeah. Considering if you were single, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you ain't just, I mean, everybody ain't just a player. Everybody ain't just got a book of people that they just they can just hit, you know, uh, nonstop when you're single. It just, I, I just don't know too many people that it, it's like that, you know, for. Got a point. Got a point. I mean, every player has their droughts. Exactly. You, you I, I to me, if, if there's a player out there that has never had a drought, hey, I, my hat's off to him. But I know some stone cold players. And even they had some droughts. Unless they paying for it. Unless, yeah, unless, unless you're just going to, you know, come off the dial and just go, you know, pay for a prostitute. Right. I'm talking about the free stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you know, but look, look. That's the pay per view, the free stuff. That's good news because I would have said single. I still wow. think it's single. I still well, how, how 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 can I mean, you say that? I just still think it's single. I think that you know when you're like us, we're depending on one person, and um, there's certain times of the month that's not going to happen. There's other times of the month where you may be in the doghouse, and there's other times of the month there's a headache, there's something going on, it's just preventing it from happening. Man, but you can think it, though, when you marry, that's like two, three times a week, guaranteed. No problem. It, but it's not two, three times a week, everybody, for everybody guaranteed, because that's the number one complaint men have when they get married is the sex changes. I mean, but... Okay. That's the number one complaint. Okay, all right. So, so the question is, if you're single, how many times a month would you have sex? Versus if you're married. Okay, he, okay. So, so if you're single, whenever the opportunity presents itself, and it I mean, put an average on it. Put an average number on. Average number? 
Average number? Yeah. I mean, it could. I don't. I don't. Let's know. go back three, to your single. Three times. For the average week? number, how many times per month you hit? Per, per month? Yeah. Twelve, fifteen. You wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got a champion. You mean to tell me average time you hit per month was 12 to 15? You got 30 days, right? 30 days. You got you have a unlimited supply of women because you're single. Right. You have an unlimited supply of single women that want to hook up anyway because you're single, and you may be an eligible bachelor. Right. Then you got your married women that want to step out. And date a single man, so you got that too. You just got more opportunities. Yeah, that is true. You see what I'm saying? Versus I'm... your one at home. Yeah, yeah but hey, how many how many cats still really got it like that though? I mean, like I said, you a lot, have... man. That's a lot. I mean, not a lot of most cats don't have it like that. Most cats are still lucky if a guy, if one woman, while they're single, will give them, you know, what I'm saying the time of day. So okay. I just. I mean, yes, you got your guys who, you know, are, uh, you know, uh, you know, I guess flossing a little bit that, you know, might be getting it, you know, two, three times a week, most likely by, you know, more than uh, than, than one woman. But I just say your average truly single cat, single cat, man, you're lucky if you're hitting something once a week. Yeah, but, but look, sometimes guys will even step outside of their comfort zone, step outside of their requirement zone. You know what I mean? Like, you may have a certain fetish. Sometimes you'll step out of that just for the sake of having sex. Okay, you okay. you got that option. Okay, I would say, back, back to my single days, I would say my average, if I just strung them out over a 12-month period, I would say four times a month. No, no, more times than that, man. Come on. No, four times a month, man. I'm just saying average, four times a month. Four times and I'm a not month, counting, once a week. I'm not counting, I'm not counting them beastly-ass broads. That I knocked off just because I had to blow one off. All right, all right. I'm getting ready to ask you a crazy question. But think about it though. You have the moments where you got to blow one off because you in a drought. I got that. I got that. But listen to what you're saying now. And I'm gonna ask you the question. Prior to being married, what was your percentage of having sex with your fiance versus what it is now? Oh my God, that's not even a fair question. What do you mean it's not fair? Of course it's not fair. But it's <laughs> that's reality. not even a fair question. Even but it's my reality. Own that, y'all were rabbits at one point. I mean, am I right when y'all were single? I slept. I sl- we had sex in, in our sleep when we were before we got married. That's what I'm trying to point out trying to, <laughs> Whoa, make man. to you, man. When y'all were single, y'all were rabbits. No, 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 no. So you gotta clarify, Tony. You gotta, you gotta clarify. Single, like I said, if you if you, if you, if you would already, if you single but living together, that's like being married. You, you really can't count that. You know, I'm talking about single man. When you say single man, I'm not committed to nobody. It's just up to me to have my own portfolio of women of women to hit. Yeah, of course. If I was in a relationship with somebody before I was married, most likely we had more sex because we didn't have any worries. We didn't have bills. Right. Didn't have no, we didn't have no kids. Only thing we had to do was go out and, you know, and, and yeah, we was having sex. That's, you can't okay, okay, that. okay. But listen, listen, listen. But listen, you can be single and be in a relationship, but you're still single. It doesn't mean that you're faithful to that relationship. 
to have a relationship. Don't mean not count relationships. I'm counting by when I was nomad, man. Straight right. nomad. You ever right. been single and not ever not in a relationship with a chick? You 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 hit and think y'all in a relationship. I mean, every chick thinks that after a while. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there was a couple even before I hit. I told them this is purely physical. <laughs> I had chicks that wasted money on plane tickets because they thought it was more than what it was. Yeah, yeah. I, the point it, I'm it, trying to make is that you have. A, so let's just scratch the relationship part off of it because I didn't bring that up in the beginning. So let's just say you're not in a relationship. You're just one of those guys that's out there. I believe that you have more opportunities than you do. But then again, I could be wrong because. When you're married, you do have a living, and as long as that living is on the same page, you will probably have more sex. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Boyfriend and girlfriend, you can't compare that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With no boyfriend and girlfriend, you're having more sex than when than you will when you get married. That's that's a given. Oh yeah. Well, me and my wife were dating. Oh yeah, it was a wrap. That was all we did. <laughs> I had to take her out to eat. He just screwed, man. That's different. That's not single, though, man. I mean, I'm talking, you just single. You ain't hey, when you know, man, when you ain't got nobody to count on, no steady piece, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, four times a month, man. Four times a month? That's horrible. Four times a month. That's the average, man. Sometimes I have a good month. Sometimes it's eight times a month. Somebody Google that, man. I don't believe it's four times a month. Why don't you Not believe it? Not when you're single. Come on, man. You got Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, and that's just one week. Yeah, but I lived. I lived in an area where only time I could get away was on the weekend. Especially if you buying drinks. Now the only time I could get away was on the weekend. I lived in a country bumpkin part of Maryland when I first moved here. Gotcha. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't all that happening on Thursday night happy hour. I, I didn't so, have any happy hours. Okay, okay, I okay. So if you lived in D.C., oh god, it would have been totally different. How much different? <laughs> it would have been horrible. It'd been like fishing with diamonds. It would have been like twelve, you know. It, it would have been up there. If yeah. I lived in D.C. and worked in D.C., oh, it's a wrap. It's yeah. a wrap. Yeah. Oh, I it's a wrap. I was single living in D.C. Oh yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, I was yeah, single, yeah. I was single living in New York. Oh yeah, yeah. So my numbers are different. Oh yeah. Because it was like it was like whenever it don't even matter. Take your pick. Yeah, and sometimes you know you 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 won't go top flight because it'd be a bad slow night. You may not go top flight, but you still got to score. <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, the, you man. If you live in a major metropolitan area, yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you got to get up and go to work. It don't matter, though. It don't matter because you know how we roll. We on marathon time. We trying to see how many we can fit in. If I pro- if I was single living in D.C., I would probably still be single right now. Yeah. Man, I still wouldn't be. I still, still, I, I would, I, even if I was living in D.C., I might go, I still can't imagine getting, you know, Getting lucky enough, or even wanting to get lucky enough, then the you know really, I probably if I was hooking up with girls, it would still primarily be on you know Fridays and Saturdays. So I'd still probably only be averaging once or twice a week because I gotta go to damn work. I gotta make a living so I can so I can make enough money to live in DC. Right, listen, but listen, but listen, dude, that's wouldn't easy. stop one of them from spending the night during the week, it's getting easy. up and going to work while you go to work. It's easy. It's easy. You make allowances. Oh, yeah. It's so easy. 
and, and I got a life too, you know what I'm saying? I got I got to go to the gym, you know what I'm saying? I got, you know, athletics and, and, and stuff that, you know, that I like to do during the week. So now I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I, 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 I hear what you're saying. In in the weekends, you know, if you if you're in a in a uh, you know heavily populated area, yeah, the numbers are gonna be high. But I still say, as a single guy, straight single, you just you're not hitting something. You're not hitting something different every night. I just I just don't see it. Dude, I mean, I'm not gonna say every night, but I will definitely say fifteen, at least fifteen a month. I'm married and I work in DC now and from what I've seen being married it is e- it yeah 15 is easy easy to achieve oh it's man in DC easy with your eyes closed I mean it, yeah, brother, yeah, I mean look, all you got to do is buy a metro pass and you in there and you in there I mean you I mean just walk, just go outside you it, yeah. it, it, they're raining it's manna from yeah. heaven man yeah 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 they everywhere yeah. everywhere uh, yeah. well, I guess you know, I just I guess I would assume the majority of the brothers on this call got standards too. I know I would. Like, oh no, brother! I'm no, ain't no standards. Look, they, yeah, there are standards. Yeah, there are standards. Waist These size, women. Booty size, cup size. Nah, that's why, I brother. I'm talking legs, perfect. Works yeah. out in the gym. Yeah. Hey, man, I see, I see at least twenty tens a day, and I don't just give a ten to anybody. You think those tens are giving it up just that quick, bro? Come on, dog. But look, look at how They're many of them it is. They're out. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. The preponderance numbers. numbers. Okay, I can't get a ten, but look at how many nines out here. That's right. You in DC, man? And it, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Nah, man. I think I think you you going if you're getting there, if you're hitting something you know like that you you're doing some threes and. And, 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 and <laughs> no, you got uh, your time with three. No. Okay, all right. Look, you know what? I need y'all need to just come to my office and just look outside the window. <laughs> I believe you. I, I believe you. I just don't think they're giving it up that easy. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh my goodness! Yeah, I, I think they got. I think they got steady boyfriends, or you know, they dating professional athletes, or you know, they dating. Yeah, hey, you know, uh, uh, they, we're talking that, local broads, man. You get a form like that, but then you get the ones that hey, all you gotta do is talk to them. Mm-hmm. Simple conversation. These girls, yeah, these girls, they live so spread out that they can set things up, and you wouldn't even know they were married or had a uh, a boyfriend or anything. They wouldn't care. It's just just how they roll. Yeah. yeah, I'm married, and in my own office, I have to deal with stuff every day. Every day I hear something inappropriate. Every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are it's ridiculous. And one lady told one lady asked me, one coworker asked me, "Do you have any chocolate in your office I can suck on?" Oh my god! <laughs> and I, and she, click, I had to, you know, I had to catch myself. Like another lady, you know, she had a P on her desk. I said, "What does that P stand for?" She said, "Whatever you wanted to stand for." What did she look mm-hmm. like? What did they look like though? They look decent. They weren't tens. They weren't nines or eights. They're about seven and lower. Mm-hmm. But it's it's already it's like what you, what you want. Exactly. But like I said, sometimes you step outside your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's You know, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, that's right there. So, already I know if my wife left me tomorrow, I know at least three I could be banging within four hours. Within four hours, no doubt. No problem. 
None. None. Yeah. And don't so that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying the the opportunities are plentiful when you're single versus when you're married and you're depending on one person. Had a lady get off with me on the elevator at my job. She was, you know, there's like DC education, and on another floor she was on, going on 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 that floor. But she came off with me. She said, "What are you doing this for?" Got off the elevator with me on my floor. Where do you work? I'm like, what? What? Like, get back on the elevator. No, no, this is a secure area. I mean, they're forward, man. They are forward. Mm-hmm. And if you're weak, if you got problems at home, or you got a wife that ain't giving you intimacy, look out. Let's not tell them that. That is blood to a shark, man. Look Let's out. Not tell them that. Better come to work every day with a smile on your face. I think that's worse, bro. I think a lot of them want the ones that women want you when they feel like they can't have you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Competition. For sure. Especially if you got a beautiful wife. Oh. Oh, then it's definitely treacherous. Then it's like, oh, I'm going to take him from her. She thinks she all that. Mm-hmm. Got nothing to do with you then at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so back to the topic, being tired. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, don't don't be tired. Because <laughs> you got some opportunities out there if you are tired. Oh, just don't Lord, yeah. be weak about it. <laughs> <laughs> and don't work in DC either. Oh man, that's that's a different level right there. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a different level, man. You know, and I know, you know. I mean, it is what it is, man. It That's is why my wife tries to screw my brains out as much as she can. Mm-hmm. Keep me but, happy. But that's smart. That's smart. Keep that's, me drained. Keep me tired. That's what it's supposed to do, man. I always say, when I hear about somebody cheating, I always say, the woman wasn't strong enough. And I will always say that. I will always say that it takes a strong woman to keep a man from cheating. Period. Y'all may disagree. Y'all may say, no, that the man is a dog. A man could be a dog, and a strong woman will keep him at home. You know what I mean? Because she know what to do, when to do, how to do, how to talk to him, and she got game. You know, I don't understand when women get married and lose their game. And now they can't control where their husband's at or what he's doing. And it's got a lot to do with the men, too. I'm just talking about a strong woman. Anybody agree or disagree? I agree. I disagree. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, ultimately, you know, I, I still place responsibility on the dude, regardless of, what the, regardless of what the situation it is. It's on me to keep it in my pants and, you know, into and to, and to work on my marriage and, you know, and, and to be faithful. You know, I can't, I can't. You know, I got to give an account of myself, not to get too religious, but you know, at the end of the day, you're held accountable for your actions. And saying, well, my wife won't really, you know, she she, she didn't have me trained, you know, after we got married. She wasn't doing these things. I, I don't think that's going to cut it. I know it ain't cutting it for my conscience. So. Okay. I, I hear you. I hear what you're saying, but I got that's you. just not a good enough excuse. You know what I'm saying? I got you. But earlier you said that you still look and imagine at coworkers. 
Dude, my wife could be, my, I mean, I feel like she is, but I mean, let's just say here, my wife could be Vanessa Bryant, Kim Kardashian, uh, think of the finest woman on this world, and I'd still imagine, you know, other women. It's just something I just can't control. I mean, I just, I just got to pray myself out of it. <laughs> I, I got think, you. I got you. That, so regardless of who she is and what she's doing, I mean, it's, you know, I'm just what? a man with hormones. Yeah, but those women that you named to me don't have any game because they can't hold a man. Kim Kardashian, they can't hold a man. They got drama. You know what I'm saying? Let's take somebody like Denzel Washington's wife. Right. Got game. She ain't in the life. She ain't in celebrity. You don't never hear nothing about their family. You never hear nothing about Denzel stepping out. You always hear him say, I love my wife doing those interviews. You got game. And I haven't stepped out on my wife, so she, clearly she's got game, too. So she's got game, too. I'm trying to tell you, brother. You see what I'm saying? You already said she take care of her business. Y'all got that part under control. You're right. That's true. I mean, I got I to gotta get that thing. That's true. You got, you, you, you got a strong woman at home that's got game. She know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She ain't worrying about what you're doing when you're not with her. She know where you're coming at at the end of the day. And yeah, mine ain't worried at all. She ain't worried. Mine ain't worried at all, and I'm gone all week. No need to be worried. That's what I'm saying. It no takes, need. It takes a strong woman to keep a man. Do you guys think that the reason why you don't cheat is just because of your relationship with God? <laughs> People have a strong like relationship it. with God. Cheat. Yeah, oh, yeah. forgiveness. I mean, look at every pastor that steps in the pulpit. They done cheated. You're right, and and they give it, and and they delivering the word every Sunday. What they cheat? Nobody's exempt. Nobody. That strong exempt. woman, man, it's that strong woman that you got right now that's keeping you coming home every night. Hey, you, you, when you put it like that, you mean you, you definitely got a point. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. You know, Holly Berry is fine, but she can't keep a man. Not at all. It ain't about that. You know what I mean? When a woman know what she got and know how to work it and got that game, she going to stay on top all the time. She's the same chick that will sit there with you at the basketball game and watch you look at another woman and be like, yeah, don't she have a big booty? <laughs> and you were like, yeah, she does have a big booty And you know damn well who you going home with <laughs> I do have a story about that, though Go ahead I did get busted uh, this past weekend Because my wife, you know, she would point out women to me, you know You know, it's no big deal You know, we'd always laugh and everything But we was in Target uh, this past weekend And I saw this chick in there Backside looked like Alicia Keys Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Tight jeans on. Another sick Good Lord. I was standing at the end of the aisle, and I was frozen looking. And my wife was still talking to me. <laughs> and my wife noticed, saw me looking. My wife literally ran back to the end of the aisle to look at what I was looking at. And she was like, oh, my gosh. She started just clowning me. So then the whole time we're in the store, every woman but we saw, she was pointed out. Mm-hmm. Pointed out. And then there was this other chick who was Hispanic, and she had on the black spandex with a Chicago Bears jersey. 
and she was stacked also. And so my <laughs> wife's like, oh, you checking this out too? And, I mean, she was just like, oh, you know, excuse me, my husband, look at your butt. I mean, she was just belligerent. I mean, she was killing me. She was killing me. But, you know, I was straight cold busted. Well, I yeah. was cold busted. Look, look, she got no fear. She's secure with herself, and she got game. And she told me, she said, you know what, I don't mind you looking, but you got to be smart when you look, and you can't make me look stupid in front of another woman. Come on, man. That's she was like, I was talking to you. You was totally looking at that woman's behind, and another woman looked at you, looking at that woman while I was talking to you, shaking her head, because she couldn't believe that my husband was that disrespectful. She's like, you can't do that. I don't mind you looking, but you can't do that. That's, that's hilarious. And I was like, you're right. I mean, I was cold bust. I, was, <laughs> I don't think I can say it was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I seen but I was the moment, man. man. <laughs> Fine, God, she was. <laughs> Lord, I've had those moments, man. And my wife was like, she had two kids, and I was like, what? She had kids? I was like, <laughs> I didn't even wow. notice. <laughs> wow. And again, again, we look, we see it. Hey, we see it. I see it every day. You know what I mean? But I know where to stop. Yeah, I got to be. She told me you got to be on the slide, so now I'm on no, the slide. No, I'm not talking about stop looking. Yeah, right. You got to be on the slide. But I got to know where to just look. Yeah, oh, you know what yeah. I mean? And don't act like you're crazy and be like, hey. Oh, don't engage in conversation. <laughs> no conversation. No <laughs> eye contact, nothing. No, you do not want conversation. You know? Yeah, so anyway, strong woman, man. Strong woman. I got a couple of things I got to ask for Rodney um, before we get off the line. He had a monkey wrench. Uh, monkey wrench. Are you tired of being a married man? Mm. Wow. Mm. Oh. No. 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 That's the thing going today. Yeah, I think that's the one thing that's keeping me alive. Definitely. <laughs> Tired of okay. The other monkey wrenches. Tired of being the only one making sacrifices in in the relationship. Ooh, that's a deep one. No, not me. I don't have that issue. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that was now, deep. That, but... I, that, I mean, earlier. Now I have to say, earlier in the relationship, I, I may have been that way where I'm like, you know, I'm doing all this and I I don't you know, you're not just grateful, you you just selfish. Ooh. Where you know, where you, you nothing pleases you. Every time I do something, sometimes I do it on my own. That was early in the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened though? How did that change? Well, a lot of things I just quit doing. So now it's it's just missing those things. And then two is just yeah, it's like you just do it anyway, knowing you know. And, I mean, she appreciates it. Or she says it now, but it's just like you know, you forget it, and then all of a sudden you just start getting accolades. But at the beginning, when you were trying to do it and get it, then you are getting it. 
kind of piss you off. Yeah. But now it's just routine. It's like, oh, you take out the trash. You know, come and get you some. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, but if they have to, if you missed it and you said, well, you know, you didn't say anything when I did it the other week. You think women generally have a problem with validation because they're so busy telling you what you've done wrong? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they spend more wasted energy placing blame at what the things that you're not doing than trying to give you validation for the things that you are doing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, sometimes they may not even be aware of it. And sometimes they may not even care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but if you get tired of always getting told what you're doing wrong and you're never getting told that you you appreciated or that she's glad to have you or she's blessed to have you. Oh my goodness, talk about that. Uh that along with a couple other things, you know, that leads to divorce. You need some peanut butter with your jelly sandwich? Yeah, you know. You're all up in my you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean if she don't if she don't appreciate you and she there's no intimacy and uh, and also she's also got that classic victim syndrome. Yeah, that's, yeah, you know that's that's my ex-wife right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, that's my ex-wife. Notice ex-wife. And it just seems as though, again, it's counterproductive because we talk about strong woman and having game, and for you to have that, you have to validate. You see what I'm saying? And if you think about Let's just think about the women that validate for a living, right? There are women that validate for a living. And let's just say you go to a restaurant and you eat and your waitress comes. She's validating for a living. And once she makes you feel good about the service, you pay more. A prostitute, you know what I mean? They may say things to you that make you feel like the man, like you're validating what you, you know what I'm saying, that you are hammering it, that you're putting your work in, even though you may not be. But at the end of the day, what happens? You pay for that service because it makes you feel good. She caters to the ego. She caters to the ego. When you cater to the ego, the ego pays dividends, period. That's how we are. You know what I mean? Call me poppy. Call me big papa. Call me whatever you, you you understand what I'm saying? When you do these things, I am going to reward you. But when you don't do them, that's when it throws a monkey wrench in our plan. Because now we don't know what to do. We don't know whether we're good, bad, or whatever. Matter of fact, some of us can just think that we're horrible because we're never told that we're good. Or we don't get validated. Yeah. You know, so that's that. That's that. You could get tired of needing to be validated. Yeah. Yeah. And that will get you across the street somewhere. Mm-hmm. That will put you in the street. You know, that's the kiss of death. Because somebody's going to validate you. And it's just like us. It's just like us. You know, the women, a woman, my, my ex-wife will come home and she would say, you know, that uh, some guy told her she she looked nice today. I'm like, what are you telling me for? 
You know what I mean? I mean, some women needed to have it every day. Like they'll buy a new dress for it and come home and purposely tell you, yeah, well, somebody gave me a compliment today. You know, but my thing is, but they don't live with you and they don't know how you are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't know the person that you are, so they'll compliment you all day. Let them live with you for, for yeah, he's months. Just seeing you won't get by. no compliments. Just like you ain't getting right. none from me because you're crazy. Right? He's just seeing you walk by. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You he know? ain't dealing with you when you're trying to park. Exactly. He, he, you yeah. know when he's trying to park and he got to hear you instruct him on how to park his car. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Or oh, I clean up and you come clean up behind me. You know what I mean, or or whatever. Oh, that drive you crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but you know, That's, I guess we all need validation. We just all, but men, I think we need it more. Mhm. That's like because if you're at work and somebody it. did that, you cuss them out. Yeah. Yeah. But we are ego driven, folks. We're oh, competitive yeah. with 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 with, with a, a, a dash of competitive nature as well. Oh yeah, if a woman ever learned how to work our ego, man, she's got she's got it. She's golden. Golden. And that's a hard lesson even for my wife to learn. Yeah. Satisfy the ego, you get what you want. Yeah, Yo, y'all fellas been great, man. I'm about to go hit the sack, man, but I catch up with y'all next week. All right, All right, right man. Hey, thanks thanks for the night, man. Appreciate it. Hope, All right, man. hope you can get that thing worked out too. I appreciate you. All right. Yeah, but um, you know, that ego is a is a mean thing to deal with, man. Mean thing, you know. But anyway, so that is uh, well, it's eleven thirteen. Let me flip this thing in the open mic, the new unisex open mic. I might add. Uh oh. So if anybody wants to call in, male or female, and express what you just heard, now's the time. 